I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to welcome you to today's podcast and I'll be bringing words and teachings that will inspire you and change your life forever. But before we go on, I would like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, we honor you, we adore you. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit and that our lives will never be the same again. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to welcome welcome you once again to today's podcast. And today God has something very special for us. Hallelujah. And the word that God is going to bring to you today is going to change your life forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. I want us to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, reading from verse 1. Something very special there. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, this is one of the verses of scripture that you have to take a very close look. Hallelujah. Very important because of what I'm going to show you right here. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Hallelujah. Now, Paul was writing a letter to the Corinthian church. Hallelujah. And he said to them that he doesn't want them to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. He doesn't want them to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. Has it occurred to you that spiritual gifts are one of the most untaught subjects in the Christian faith. Many believers have no idea, they know little or nothing about spiritual gifts and very few are operating in them because you really cannot operate in what you don't have an understanding about. That's why I said I don't want you to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But if we look closer, because I'm reading from the King James Version, If you look closer, it says now concerning spiritual gifts in the King James. But if you look at the word gifts, you will see that it is italicized. Hallelujah. It's in italics. 
you see that it's, it's a kind of it's a different font from what um, other from the font that is used um, um, to talk um, to write about the other things. Hallelujah! It's a different font from now concerning spiritual. The gift there is italicized, and whenever you see italicized words in the King James version. It just means that that word is not there in the original manuscripts. That word was put there by the translators to help you to understand what they believe is being said here. Hallelujah. But in actual sense, that word is not supposed to be there. Hallelujah. It's not supposed to be there because it really changes the meaning. So if we will read it without that word, and then it will make more sense to you now. It says, now concerning spiritual, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. What is he saying? The Greek word there is, the Greek word translated spiritual is the word pneumatikos. Now some, uh, you know, some, Modern days translators pronounce it as pneumaticos, but it's not pneuma, it actually is pnevma because the P is not silent. Hallelujah. Now, concerning pnevmaticos, what does that mean? Concerning things of the spirit, things concerning the spirit, concerning things of the spirit. Hallelujah. I would not have you ignorant. That's what the apostle Paul is saying here. Concerning things of the spirit. I don't want you to be ignorant concerning spiritual things. The things of the spirit. Things pertaining to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what he's saying here. Hallelujah. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning things pertaining to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now let's read on in verse 2. He says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you are, you were led. Wherefore, he says, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. And no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. What is he saying here? Now, one thing about the Corinthian church. The Corinthian church was an amazing church. Now, in the early days when the gospel got to them, they received the gospel with so much joy. And they, they opened their hearts to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. So much so that the gifts of the Spirit began to operate in that church. But because of ignorance and misunderstanding, a lot of things were being misused. And we see that happen today. We see it happen in many Christian circles today. There are many people so excited about the things of the Spirit and the Spirit begins to operate. But then it gets to a point where um, there are some kind of other manifestations also but they don't, because of ignorance, they don't know which is the Holy Spirit, which is evil spirit, and which is the flesh. Because it's true, there are people who prophesy out of the flesh. 
Hallelujah. There are people who prophesy out of the flesh. There are times when the Holy Spirit is not speaking, but you want to speak. It will sound nice and everything, but it will have no spiritual impact because there is no inspiration behind it. There is no breath of God behind what that person is saying. Hallelujah. So there is the Holy Spirit, there is evil spirit, and there is also the spirit of man. Hallelujah. And somebody can do certain things under the influence of any of these. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Very, very important. Now he says, no man speaking by the Spirit of God will call Jesus accursed. Now, what is he saying here? When somebody is speaking by the influence of the Holy Spirit, whatever he's saying must be consistent with the word. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit cannot speak through somebody and begin to say things that are not consistent with the word. Do you understand? That's what he's saying. If somebody is speaking under the influence of a spirit, it must be consistent with the word. If it's not consistent with the word, it's either of two things. Either it's an evil spirit or the person is speaking of his own mind. It's got nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Because God's word will not contradict itself. Jesus said when the spirit of truth comes, he will take of mine and give to you. He's not going to bring his own words. It's the words of Jesus that he's going to relay to, his, to, to God's people. Hallelujah. And in the, same way, in the same way, he says no one can truly say Jesus is Lord except by the spirit. When somebody is speaking by the spirit, by the influence of the Holy Spirit, it will be consistent with the word of God. Basically, that's what he's saying here. Hallelujah. And in fact, this is why he says that when a prophecy is going on, others are supposed to judge. That thing you are hearing, is it consistent with the word of God? If it's not consistent, don't accept it. Hallelujah. This is very important. Is it consistent with the word of God? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, what I want you to watch from here. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Now, if you look clearly and closely here, the word gifts is not italicized. Hallelujah. The word gifts here is not italicized. And the word gifts here is gotten from the Greek word charisma. Hallelujah. It's from the Greek word charisma. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he says there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations but it is the same God which walketh all in all. He's talking about three very important things here. He said there are diversities of gifts, differences of administrations, and he says there are diversities of operations. Hallelujah. So what many people don't know is that those nine gifts of the Spirit that we'll read from verse, from verse 7, from verse 7 down, it says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. 
Now, the nine gifts of the Spirit that I talked about there, in actual sense, they're not all gifts. Some of them are administrations, some of them are gifts, and some of them are operations. Hallelujah. Very, very, very important to know. Some of them are operations. Some of them are administrations and some of them are gifts. Hallelujah. And if you want to go further, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I'll tell you why I'm saying these things. Hallelujah. For example, the gift of prophecy. That is a gift. Now the gift, Bible talks about diversities of gifts. It's one of the gifts. Hallelujah. Gifts of prophecy. Gifts of tongues, diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. These are gifts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's why you cannot pray to them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You cannot pray to them. In these gifts, these ones are for every believer. But he talks about the operations. He talks about administrations and operations. For example, word of wisdom. Is not something when we talk of word of wisdom, we talk about a word of knowledge, we talk about descending of spirits. These are not things that you can just operate by yourself, it has to be by the spirit. But speaking in tongues, for example, tongues or diversities of tongues, interpretation of tongues, you can yield yourself to the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God, you can. In fact, Paul the Apostle said, the one that speaks should also pray that he should interpret because it's possible. And I've taken time to teach before how to interpret tongues. I've thought about it, it's possible. And I read it from a book from Oral Roberts many years ago. And he explained that when you are speaking in tongues, for example, when you yield yourself to the Spirit and begin to speak in tongues, if you open your mind, there are certain words that will begin to come to you. Hallelujah. Those words are what you are saying when you were speaking in tongues. For example, I can just go like this. Lando kayena minta iva kora bakijuta. Mento sakaliba kona masitehe. Greatness and praise are simultaneous. As you praise God, he will make you greater and greater. Hallelujah. Now what you heard me say, I have never made a statement like this before. Hallelujah. It just came from the Spirit as I was speaking in tongues. As I spoke those words, I heard it in my spirit. Greatness and praise are simultaneous. As you praise God, He will make you greater and greater. Hallelujah. Amazing. Now, this, this is amazing. What you just saw now is tongues and the interpretation of tongues. And you can try it on your own. You can just begin to speak in tongues and open your spirit. Whatever word you hear that is consistent with the word, you see that, that that's the interpretation of it. And this gift is for every believer. Do you know you can find your way out of trouble using this gift? Maybe there's a, there's a situation and you don't know how to come out of it. If you take time and pray in tongues, hallelujah, the solution will come. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. The solution is there. You bring it out. Hallelujah. In the book of Isaiah, I think it's 28. 
Some around verse 11 or so. He said, with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. Glory to God. It's one of the ways through which God speaks to us. When we speak in tongues and interpretation comes, we find our way. We navigate our way out of trouble. Hallelujah. So diversities of tongues. When we talk about diversity of tongues, there are different languages in the spirit. Hallelujah. There are different languages. There are sometimes you could be praying in tongues your normal way and suddenly a different tongue comes because the spirit of God begins to say something new. Sometimes the tongues that we, we speak, oh, glory to Jesus. There's so many things I want to push out, but I'm trying to like calm myself down a bit. Glory to God. Do you know what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1? But he talks about, say, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels. The word tongues there is plural, not singular. It's plural, which means that the word tongues in the Greek is glossa, which means language. So when he says tongues, he's talking about languages. It's not just one language. There are several languages in the spirit. Hallelujah. So he says, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels. There is a certain way you will speak in tongues and you are addressing a category of angels. Hallelujah. And then there is a certain way you will be speaking and you will be addressing higher categories of angels. And these things are by the Spirit. Hallelujah. God wants us to walk in these things. Many times I notice, maybe I want to pray for a long time when I start praying. I'll just start praying normally. Libra kashon teke satakaba rande shatoko seke bakila katabaha manta besota. But as I get deeper in the spirit, suddenly I notice there's a change. There's a change in the tongues. Nina intervea kula lis asmos angap atna vikta kel lun satit konvredish man unka kidebal ronj inke faktara manita mem anzufe sakia merit unka lizoka jepeta velma nunsa igata lonvreti sakaye bahosha. Did you notice the change? Because these are different languages addressing different things in the spirit. Hallelujah. And this gift is not for a select few. God wants, expects all his children to operate in this one. It's a gift. It's a charisma. Charisma is influence. It's available for every believer. Hallelujah. But there are the ones that is not available. It's not, those ones are triggered by the spirit as he wills. For example, you cannot just make yourself see a vision, like a spiritual vision, where your spiritual eyes are open. You can't make yourself do that. Hallelujah. If you are going to see an angel appear to you physically, it's because God opened your eyes to see. Hallelujah. So those ones are by the Spirit of God. And He does it whenever He pleases. Glory to Jesus. They are by the Spirit of God. There are sometimes, even word of knowledge is like that. You'll just be there and then you hear something. A few days ago, for example, I was teaching about something. And I said, I was talking about people who have been married for 20 years and above. And suddenly the Spirit of God told me, see all these people here? 
There is one of them here. This person has been married for over 20 years. And in, during the course of the 20 years of marriage, her husband has had two children outside. And I talked about it. And the woman identified herself. But God spoke to me. It was not something I imagined. God chose to give me that information. That's how I got to know. Now, if he doesn't tell us, there is nothing we can know. So we don't force ourselves to do these things. We yield ourselves to the Spirit and He can give us that information. He can decide to give it to us or not. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Those ones are what you call administration. It's an office, the office of the prophet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Those ones are by the Spirit. Glory to God. And there's also the operation when you talk about gifts of healing. No, not gifts of healing, actually working of miracles and the gift of faith, special faith. Those ones too are by the Spirit. Special, special faith is by the Spirit. Hallelujah. But we as believers, is our duty to yield ourselves to the Spirit. And we tell Him, say, Holy Spirit, use me as you please. Hallelujah. Every day pray that prayer and say, Lord, open my eyes to see what I ought to see. Open my ears to hear what I'm supposed to hear. Open my mind to know what I'm supposed to know. Hallelujah. And as you pray like that, the Spirit of God will open your eyes to see. There's one thing he said in the scripture. Hallelujah. And basically it's a right of every believer. Glory to God. As a child of God, nothing will happen in your life without God first preparing you for it. Glory to God. Nothing will happen in your life without God first preparing you for it. Glory to Jesus. Knowing that should give you a sense of joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somehow, He will let you know. It could be through a dream. It could be through a vision. Or it could be through the inner witness in your heart. You will just know. Hallelujah. You will just know. He will prepare you for these things. Hallelujah. One thing that I have learned to do over the years, I have learned to yield myself to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Just like Paul said in the book of Philippians chapter 3, somewhere around verse 13 and verse 14. He says, And brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing, forgetting the things that are behind, and looking forward to the things that are before, I press forward towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. Hallelujah. Now that's how, that's, uh, that's Paul. He said, One thing I know that I have apprehended, I have learned to not look at the back, but focus on where I'm going to. Hallelujah. And that's something we need to also apprehend. But one thing I personally know, I have apprehended. I have learned to yield myself to the Holy Spirit. It's something I have learned to do. Hallelujah. I've learned to submit my vessels to the Lord and say, Lord, use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. Hallelujah. And as you do that, glory to God, he will take over and begin to use you. And one of the most important ways through which you can actually do that is worship. Hallelujah. Worship. 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 When you worship Him, you make yourself small and you make Him big. 
Hallelujah. When you worship, say, Lord, I am who I am because of you. Glory to God. The Bible says not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of God. Hallelujah. So we learn to yield ourselves to him through worship. Glory to God. Through worship, we submit ourselves to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then he takes over. Praise God. And in worship, these are, this, this is one very important key in worship. When worshiping, learn to submit your weakness to God. Hallelujah. Learn to submit your weakness. I remember what John the Baptist said. He said, he may increase and I may decrease. Let him increase and let me decrease. Let the Spirit of God gain ascendance in you. Let it be more of him and less of you. Hallelujah. More of him and less of you. Glory to God. I said, learn to submit your weakness to him. Let him know that whatever you are, whatever you have accomplished, whatever you have become is because of his grace. Hallelujah. Because of his grace. Glory to God. One of the greatest problems of many believers, especially those who have accomplished a number of things, is the problem of pride. Hallelujah. The problem of pride. And that is why God will allow persecution. He allows persecution sometimes. It's a good thing because if there is no persecution, there are many genuine believers that will not make it to heaven if not for persecution. There are some people who don't want to hear anything about persecution. They don't want to go about, they don't want, they don't want to hear anything about it. No, a time will come when your faith must be tested. Hallelujah. Every believer will get to that time in their lives where their faith will be tested. Where there will be nobody that can help you but God. And I say this again and again, as long as you are looking to man for help, you are wasting your time. A time must come in your life where you will prove this Bible, if you truly believe it, you will be tested. You know, I, I, I laugh at some people sometimes because they don't know what they're doing. The devil is the, they're singing that song and say, the devil is defeated. The devil is defeated. The devil is a liar. He will come and test you. And that thing that you, you say you believe, you will be tested. You'll be made to prove. Do you really believe that Jesus is Lord? Do you really believe that your God, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory? Do you really believe it? You will be tested. You will be. A time will come when everyone you know will forsake you. God allows it to happen sometimes. I remember the book of Psalm 27 and verse 10. He said, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Sometimes everybody will forsake you and God is the one that allowed it to happen like that. Because he never planned for you to put your trust in any human being but on himself alone. And that's why David said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills 
from whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. From the Lord which made heaven and earth. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. God expects you to set your focus on him and him alone. Don't look at any human being. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Set your focus only on Jesus. Let him be the one that you look up to. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Every day you pray in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, you will pull out things from your spirit. Sometimes it will be answers to questions that you would have in your heart. As you speak in tongues, the answers will come. And it will manifest in different ways. But the answers will come. And sometimes he will prepare you for what is to come. There are some troubles you will go through. I remember in 2014, and I've said this before, in 2014, one particular day I was sleeping and I had a dream. Two angels came in. They came in to my room where I was. And then one of them held my hands. It was a man and a woman. Held my hands and began to speak in tongues. And I was like, who is this person? Like, I'm the man of God here. So I thought. And I fell under power. And then the name I was told, his, the name of this angel I was told, he mentioned the name. And when I went on to ask the meaning of the name later, I was told the name means God is my strength. And I was told that this angel has come to strengthen you for the trouble that is coming. Trouble that is coming. Inevitable. You have to go through it. Hallelujah. And that day I told them, we had a workers meeting. And I told them, I said, this is what I saw. And God told me exactly what it was. And I read to them, I said, the Bible says in the book of Revelation, it says, Satan will throw some of you into prison. Oh, hallelujah. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. It says, fear none of these things which shall, which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried. I know this is a scripture that many Christians don't like, but it's in the Bible. He said, Satan shall cast some of you. I'm glad he said some of you. So it's not for every one of us. Everybody doesn't have to go through prison. But in one way or the other, there are different kinds of prison. There are some emotional prisons. There are some health prisons. There are some unemployment prisons. There are different kinds of prisons. The key here is the essence of this imprisonment is a test of your faith. Hallelujah. He says, Satan shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried and you shall have tribulation 10 days. Hallelujah. It will not be funny when it happens. You will pray and pray and it will look like God doesn't answer your prayer because it's something that you have to go through. Hallelujah. But I love the last part. 
He says, But be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He expects you to remain faithful. That's, I read it, this scripture to them. And exactly three weeks later, I was taken to a detention center because of immigration issues and I was locked up. And that was a very interesting time for me because truly during that time, it was as if I was praying, but, but as if God was not answering. Hallelujah. But I had to hold on to my faith. Hold on to my faith against all odds. I held on. God said this and I believe it with my life. See, it's when we go through trials like this, that's when the one who is truly a believer will be proven. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And God took me through that thing and he brought me out. My faith stronger. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And as believers, we will have times like that. The Bible calls the time of Jacob's troubles. It will come. Hallelujah. But when you are prepared, it doesn't matter. Glory to God. Those things that will come your way will only be stepping stones to greater heights. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They will be stepping stones to greater heights. Hallelujah. When you are faithful, serving God, and all these things come, Challenges, situations, circumstances. Those things come to distract you from your focus on the Lord. Hallelujah. But let your attention be only on one thing. The prize of the higher calling. Let your affection, let your attention be on the Lord. Let heaven be your goal. And as long as heaven is your goal, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter what you face here on earth. It doesn't matter what you don't seem to have here on earth. Whether you never end up getting married, it doesn't matter. Whether you don't have children, it doesn't matter. Whether you didn't have a job, you didn't have a house, you didn't have whatever document you're looking for, whatever, all those things will mean nothing. When you meet your reward in heaven, all these things of the all the things of this world will mean nothing. Hallelujah. So the most important thing which should be your focus is making it to heaven. That should be your focus. Hallelujah. And every day the Bible says for us to examine ourselves whether we're in the faith. Check yourself. Have your troubles, you know, weighed you down so much that you don't even pray. You don't have any time to pray anymore. All that you're thinking about is what you are going through. Is that all there is? If that's all it is, then you've defeated. Hallelujah. You come back to the Lord. Spend time in worship. Yield yourself to the Spirit so that the things of the Spirit can begin to operate and manifest through you. Glory to God. They can begin to manifest through you. And you can be a blessing to the body. You can be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. The day you got born again, that day you were qualified to go to heaven. The day you got born again, you were qualified to go to heaven. The question you might ask is, why are you still here? God left you here for one reason. The madman of Gadarenes, as he was called in the book of Mark chapter 5, 
He had the legion, so many demons inside of him. And Jesus went and cast the demons out and he was free. And he met Jesus and said, Lord, I, I want to follow you. I want to be with you. Jesus said, no, go back to your family and your friends and your loved ones and share your testimony with them. Tell them the great things that God has done for you. That's what I want to do. Hallelujah. It's just like us. The day you got born again, the day Jesus delivered you from this world, you were ready to go to heaven. But he kept you on earth here so you can go ahead and share your testimony of salvation to people around the world so that they too can be saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what he wants. That's why he kept you here. Hallelujah. And the more people you bring to righteousness, the more people you bring to God, the more your crown, the more valuable and glorious your crown will be when you get up there in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So don't be distracted by whatever is going on around you. Be focused on the things of the Spirit. Be focused on the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. See, the devil that we talk about today is someone who was once an archangel. Do you understand? Not just an ordinary angel, an archangel. Hallelujah. And he had a throne. He was God's vice regent. He had a throne. The Bible said, he said, I will will exalt my throne above the stars of God, above the throne of God. He had his own throne. So he was somebody that was very high. He was very high up there. So he knows a lot of things. The Bible says he was on the mountains of God. Places of fire. He was in some very holy places that not every angel had access to. And he has been there since Adam was. He has been there throughout. He has been there. Every human being that passed through this world, he knows about them. He has their file. He has their story. He knows about all of them. Hallelujah. So this is somebody who is armed with experience and time. So he is a great deceiver. He knows the natural tendencies of men. He understands these things. So he tempts people based on knowledge what he knows. He has mastered the art of deception because he knows how men think, how men reason. Hallelujah. And this is why the only way we can overcome him is by depending on the one who has more experience than him. And that is the one who created him, the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus. When you depend on the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, he will help you to navigate the journey of life. He will help you to navigate the journey of life. So no matter what temptation comes your way, no matter what trial comes your way, you will overcome. Hallelujah. You will overcome. And if you are going through a test today or any kind of prison, don't despair. Hold on. 
Go to your Bible in Acts chapter 16 from verse 25, where the Bible says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and they sang. At midnight, midnight is the darkest hour of the night. Do you understand? When the trouble is worse, at the worst stage of the trouble, Hallelujah. People, most other people won't, won't do that. They won't sing at midnight. They will complain and moan and cry and complain at midnight. But Paul and Silas looked away from what they were going through. And they began to sing and to praise. Are you in any kind of praising right now? That's the same thing you should do. Look away from the problem and focus on God. Begin to sing and to praise and to worship God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, I remember the story of Hezekiah. When news came to him through the prophet Isaiah. And God had said to him, say, listen, put your house in order. You're going to die through this sickness. And the Bible says he turned his face to the wall and began to pray. Hallelujah. That's exactly what God expects you to do. What are you going through right now? What are you facing right now? Turn your face to the wall. Hallelujah. And begin to talk to God. Glory to God. He will lead you. He will lead you. One of the greatest characters of the entire Bible, the man David, a great man of God. He went through so many trials. For the love of the of his country and for the love of God, he decided to risk his life to fight Goliath. He didn't care about the title of the king. God had promised him and he knew that God would make that thing happen anyhow. So he didn't care about fighting with Saul for the position. He fought Goliath because he loved God. And instead, what he got was hatred and envy after using his faith to bring Goliath down. And Saul kept attempting to kill him. And he kept running. Hallelujah. He kept running. There was a time Saul and his men had surrounded David to kill him. But the Bible says God caused Saul and his men to fall into a deep sleep. And time after time, God saved him. God rescued him. Hallelujah. That's why he said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. He knew it. If God is for you, hallelujah, he said, who can be against you? Nobody. No matter what you go through, you will always come out with a testimony. He's the same one who said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He was not just talking because he was talking out of experience. Praise God. He was talking out of experience. So it doesn't matter what you are going through right now. Don't lose sight of the kingdom. Don't lose sight of your destination. Don't lose sight of your goal. Where we are going. Heaven is our destination. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So hold on from just keep practicing, practicing the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. Like I told you earlier, I told you about the, 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 the gifts of the spirit. There are some that are for everyone and there are some that are not for everyone. But the ones that are from everyone, you as a believer begin to put it to work. 
For example, I told about speaking that, um, tongues. I told about diverse kinds of tongues. I told about interpretation of tongues. That's for everyone. Prophecy is for everyone as well. You, as you prophesy, I told you prophecy is speaking the word of God with power. That's different from word of wisdom or word of knowledge, which is another day's talk. Hallelujah. So you speak to your life. When you're speaking, as long as it's consistent with the word of God, speak to your life. Hallelujah. Sometimes just pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit and just open your mind. You hear the interpretation of what you were saying. It will come out of your spirit. Hallelujah. Write them down. Get yourself ready with those words because God will use those words in your life as we prepare. The days ahead will be challenging days. Hallelujah. We're seeing what is going on in the world today. Challenges are coming. But don't be afraid. God will take you through. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says, when men are cast down, thou shalt say, there is lifting up. Hallelujah. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter the storm and the winds that are under. You will be high up soaring above the wind, above the rain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, when the wind, when there is a rainstorm, most birds, they will look for cover. When there is a wind or rainstorm, but the evil will climb above. He uses that to climb above. So he goes above. Under is running under his storm, but the evil eagles high up there soaring. So the things that are affecting other birds of the world doesn't affect the eagle because he's soaring high above. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. As an eagle, you mount up and stay up. Glory to God. That's what you're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Focus on the things of the Spirit. Set your affection on things above and not on things beneath. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm sure you learned something even now. Glory to God. Basically, I told you that there are things of the Spirit and He doesn't want us to be ignorant. Hallelujah. And He told us about some gifts, some administrations, some operations. Hallelujah. The gifts are for every one of us and we should operate them. Actually, you can practice, practice. There are things you can practice. Practice them. Hallelujah. And use them in the battles of life. Because there will be battles. There will be tests. There will be trials. And those are the things that you will use to go through the battles of life. Glory to God. The Bible says, He that endures to the end shall be saved. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word because your word has brought us light and understanding. Now we know that, yes, there are gifts that you have given to us and you don't want us to be ignorant concerning spiritual things, the things of the Spirit. And so, Lord God Almighty, we'll begin to operate in these gifts. Hallelujah. And we will draw our things from the Spirit as we pray in tongues, as we speak in languages of the Spirit. Lord God will pull out solution from the inside. Out of our bellies will flow rivers of living waters with which we will get solution. 
Hallelujah. And Lord, no matter what happens, our focus will always be on you until that day when we stand before you face to face. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm sure you've learned a thing or two and you've been blessed. Remember, the word is not only for hearing, but also for doing. Hallelujah. So you're going to begin to practice what you are hearing. Don't give up. Don't despair. Don't complain. Worship God. Yield yourself to the Spirit and He will make everything beautiful in your life. God bless you and I'll come to you again until I come to you. Keep living in the atmosphere of God's Word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.